Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast flat. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Peroso. Peroso is the number one shave cream for the Talking Small Podcast. It's from Italy, so you know it's good. If you don't like to shave and you like to grow your beard, they got beard oil too. And that'll make your beard look like Snarling Dog, a.k.a. Gattuso, the Italian Snarling Dog. Find Peroso at Peroso.com. Or on Amazon, wherever their products are sold. And they also have a barber where you can go in and get a straight blade shave. It's good stuff, Peroso. Do they shave the top of the heads at those places? I would imagine they do. I mean, it's the same, same shit. Okay. So, um, Just trying to look out for my people. And this is the Talking Small Podcast. This podcast is Podcast Platinum. We've been off for a couple weeks. We're back with the, uh, it seems like the normal crew. We're counting down the days that... Uh, We'll still have availability to Chrissy Thompson. A.K.A. Chrissy Tadpole. So in here we got, this is your executive producer, Harley. <laughs> and we also got Allie Knoblob. <laughs> Uncle Al here. Harley keeps trying all these nicknames. I Hopefully none of them ever fucking stick. Allie Slip and Slide. Allie Wombat. Till <laughs> <laughs> worse. I like Ali Wombat. That's that's good. That's good. That's good stuff. It has a limited shelf life. Uh, every time you say it, I'm going to be further and further away from being in Australia. And Abby Wombat's been retired. No one's going to remember that lesbian in ten years. Yeah, but when we become famous, they're going to remember her through you. Oh, I'll take it. Facts. We both have similar short hairstyles. So. One of the things that I want to talk about that I don't think we get into enough in this podcast is safety. Specifically, safety involving lasers. Lasers? Well, I, I don't even know the last time I saw a laser. Like a laser pointer? No, like actual lasers. Like an, Not like when I'm watching Austin Powers and Dr. Evil's bringing out the laser. Like I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen one in person, besides laser tag, of course. No, 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 not, not, not laser tag. I'm talking legitimate lasers. So I want to take you to uh, one of the things I've been doing lately is helping my dad uh, work on his land. He's such a good guy. I'm, I'm son of the year potential right here. So we go out there, and he wants to build a fence. Most people, when you build a fence, you know, you got to set up where the posts are going. You got a string line you pull to make sure everything is uh, – in a line, make sure you got a straight fence. You don't want no bullshit fence. What? I, I just have to speak up for Craig. Craig says, why would build the fence when you can... Build that fucking wall. Well, that's true. But this fence is going to be funded by Dad and not the taxpayers <laughs> of Mexico. So well, we're using a fence, not a wall. I just thought of it like not the taxpayer. Your dad's kind of Danielle's taxpayer. No, Dad's the government, and Danielle's getting subsidies. She's getting, you know, <laughs> she's on welfare. She's she, Amtrak. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's get to the crux of this. This is safety, which we don't talk about, except you know when we're talking about wearing rubbers, because that's a safety that Ali Wombat needs to definitely needs know to about. Needs to learn that one. <laughs> so he, uh, Dad's retired now. So he's got some discretionary <laughs> funds. At least that's what it seems like. Because he went and bought a laser. Basically, have you ever seen people surveying like yeah, elevations? Well, he bought one of these. Surveying, yeah. Watch Family Feud all the time. There What's the go. big deal? Survey says. There you go. Laser. But have you ever seen the guys out there with the tripods and they got the little thing set up and yeah, they just look board. like they're fucking confused all the time? It shows you elevation and stuff, right? Yeah, there you go. So Level's Jerry. Dad goes and buys one, eleven hundred dollars. It could have you can Never, rent those. Yeah, I understand. Why rent when you can buy? That's yeah. a that's a rich man slogan. So she wouldn't know anything about that. Tools that she'll never use again. So what? How many well, fences is he going to hey, build? In you his never day? know when you're going to need Dude, a laser. I I'm with Chris, Butch here. I'm Chris, Team Rich you, Guy. You got enough. So 
We're sitting there setting up this laser, and Dad doesn't know how to use it. He, he claims he read the manual, but he's struggle-dogging. What's he want to use it for? Building Basically, the fence? you know, you pull the string line to make sure your fence is going to be straight. Well, he wants to make sure our string line's straight. So he's going to use this laser <laughs> and shoot a direct line down it and see if the laser, or basically if the line that we just drew, is straight. Yeah, because he messed up the first time when you came out. See, he's all about he's all about gay jokes lately. I don't understand his problem over here. I mean, he gets a he gets a girlfriend, and now uh, now he thinks he can just hobnob. You're and, married. If anybody's less likely to be gay out of you two, it's you. That's true. So, um, we go and we, we, he's trying to set up the laser, but it's bright outside, and you can't see the laser, so he can't set it up. Well, I just go perusing around in the uh, the box, and I find these awesome shades. They make everything fucking red. And so I put them on, and Dad goes, what are you doing with those? I said, well, I can look at lasers now. <laughs> what dork comment of the year? I can look at lasers now. He goes, no, do not stare into the laser. I said, you can't stop me. So I go over, and I have these on, and I'm staring right at it. He goes, don't do that. Don't stare at the laser. And I'm staring right at it. I was like, oh, look, I can see it right there. He goes, Oh, wait, you can see it? I was like, yeah. He goes, well, how close am I? I said, well, and I adjusted this little contraption to make sure it was on there. And it, and I was like, look, it's right there. It's it's good. It's right on the thing. So th there's another thing where we go down the line. Anyway, it ends up being straight. But I wanted to let you know that safety first, when playing with lasers, they got these great shades. They make everything see red, so you can't see any other color other than red. You can pick out the laser even in the sunlight, and my retinas are good. Everything red-boned. I like these glasses. It was a good time, and we don't talk about safety enough, so I wanted to bring up a safety topic. So what's the safety topic there? When playing tip? with lasers. Wear the sunglasses? Wear the sunglasses. Okay. Cyclops. It, it also, it, they also are pretty effective, and I, I do say so. I think I look pretty good in them. <laughs> <laughs> Should have taken a couple of Snapchat selfies. That would have been a good look. Hey, look, check out uh, Instagram. We got a couple things from the Talking Small Podcast up there. Uh, you can hear Dad yelling at me because, of course, Dad doesn't want to stop work for Snapchat. So he's sitting there <laughs> yelling at me. And then as I walk away, he hears it replaying. He just starts laughing. So, I mean, like, he's, he's for it. He just doesn't want to stop work to Snapchat. This older generation just doesn't understand how to, know, how to do to They don't know how to milk a job. He's got Snapchat on his fucking phone. I don't understand. He should just get with What's it. What's his uh, username? What's ahead him? I don't know. <laughs> what is his username? I don't know. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> I bet he doesn't even know. I, I, I don't know. But I'll look it up and I'll, I'll you know, if you want to add dad, go for it. <laughs> He's never snapped. Our viewers life. love when you refer to him as dad, too. Not my dad, just dad. They love that. That's Hey, that's for you true viewers out there to enjoy that. So I was around Mother's Day or so, Harley, or that was like last weekend? No, the Lasers was last weekend, but... uh. Mother's Day just came up. What, did you do anything special for your mother, Al? Uh, I didn't do too much special. I just the kids decided to go back to uh, to my parents' house and just chill out, eat crabs. My mom's favorite. Shut up. And uh, and on the way there, I had been tired from going to Chris's birthday slash graduation party. I had come back up here to do uh, go hike the hills with the kids. And then I took a nap, and I was driving back, uh, and I was being an idiot, Snapchatting and driving, something you kids should never do, safety first. And uh, Common theme. An inside joke between me and one of our buddies, Eric, who's been on the podcast, is we were at a pizza place, and I was high as shit, and I started singing, It's Amore, that Frank Sinatra, fucking When the Moon Hits. It's the cheesy Italian song. Hey, like, could you keep singing? I didn't get the song yet. <laughs> nah, bro. I can't, I can't have you isolating that audio for DJ Def to uh, you know, eviscerate me on a mixtape track. But... uh. So I'm Snapchatting and driving, singing this song because I'm gonna because the moon is huge and I'm gonna snap it to our buddies and it's funny or whatever. It's funny to at least one of my friends. Well, in the process of doing so, I fucking look up and there's this car going slow as shit in the right lane towards Mandeville. I go, oh fuck! I slam on my brakes, jerk my wheel to the left so I don't hit him in the back. And in the process of doing that, my car then overcorrects, spins. I think about twice on the interstate and I'm facing in the right lane. I'm facing oncoming traffic 
and my car's still moving. I'm trying to hit my brakes. They're not working. I'm trying to hit my gas. It's not working. And I just got cars coming at me and then going off to the left. They thankfully see me because this is like right under a, a freeway overpass. Um, so I'm like fucking shit my pants. And I finally. This can, is at night. This is at this is about 9.50 at night. Okay. I'm I'm pretty tired, but I haven't drank. I haven't smoked or anything. I'm completely sober. I'm just being an idiot, Snapchatting and driving. So I finally regain control of my car. My brakes or gas still not working, but I get to pull over on the left side of the road. Well, I pulled to my left. I'm still facing oncoming traffic, and that goes to the right side of the road. And I skid down this embankment. Thankfully, it was like, 100 feet worth of grass and nothing else. And about 20 feet behind me was a big steel solid pole saying people are coming in merging from the right. So I avoided those cars all avoided me. I somehow avoided that uh, metal pole thing. And then my car skids down and just stops. It's still in drive. Still can't use my brakes. I go to hit my gas. It just revs and just like my engine... my engine doesn't even rev, so I'm like, and all the lights are fl- flashing on my dashboard, and I'm like, what the fuck? That sounds like a really good NASCAR wreck. Dude, like, it was like when fucking co- awful. I spun two or three times. I could. It happened so fucking fast, and next thing I know, I see fucking lights flashing coming at me, dude. And I thought my car was dead, so I fucking... Waited like a minute to catch my breath. Like, did that really happen? My, I, my, I just threw my fucking phone because I'm trying to do this shit. I hear the fucking surreal, when the moon hits. And I go, I am the dumbest motherfucker. And I'm just, I'm cursing myself for about a minute straight. And I fucking call up Snapchat girl because I was just at her house. And I was like, I fucking, I told you something bad was going to happen or whatever. And then I call my dad who That's why you don't get you don't drive after getting that pussy. On a school night, like Chris said, always wait until the morning to travel home. That's a safety tip. <laughs> We're giving out safety left and right here. Kids always wear your PPE. So then my dad who had uh I had talked to when I was leaving Baton Rouge about an hour ago was uh he he, he said he had been drinking, but everyone else had went to bed and he was just up, you know, continuing watching what was ever on TV, probably playing chess. So I call him. Thankfully, he's up. He comes about about to Lacombe, just a few miles down the road, and then just trails me to see if anything happens with my car. So I told him to come get me. Like, my car died. I forgot to mention this. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I went outside to fucking catch my breath, and it was kind of cool out. I stayed out there for a couple minutes, and I was like, all right. No one, no good just, Samaritans or anything? Well, I'm kind of like 30 feet off the side of the road. Like, I'm 30 feet down this little hill thing. And I'm like still 70 yards away from the on ramp, so I'm in kind of in like no man's land, like nobody can see me. Except and I turned around and I'm facing the moon now. Now the people that had to dodge you, they didn't like pull over to see if you're okay. Nope, nothing. Well, it's kind of karma because you're notorious for just <laughs> driving by. <rocks. laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. So I mean, and then so I get back in my car and I'm like, maybe this will work, and it fucking cranks up. My dad still meets me about halfway, and I come back get a pizza you weren't stuck what you weren't stuck no i wasn't stuck but there is big skids in the road yeah so i think it was around if you drive around that area it's around exit 60 or 63 bob will know bob would know (laughs) it's like pinnacle parkway yeah looking towards the movie theaters like the movie yeah yeah, that's exactly where it happened that that's fucking nerve-wracking dude it was fucking scary as shit what All went, because I was a fucking idiot. Don't Snapchat and drive. Learn what, my lesson. What went through your head as you were spinning around? Because the first thing it was you like did a combination was call... of car, uh, like being able. I didn't want to hit anybody else. So like I'm spinning around. I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna fucking control this shit. I'm a fucking idiot. Oh god, I'm gonna get a hit. And they kept like start bouncing back and forth between those three, and it's like panicking, trying to get my car to work. But yet your first call was the Snapchat girl. I was just at her fucking house. Not if you're mm. already in Mandeville. I was there an hour before. I, don't know. I think what Harley's getting at <laughs> is that you're in love. <laughs> a near-death experience yeah. normally changes a man. You know, that episode of Seinfeld where they think the plane's going to crash and Jerry confesses his love to Elaine? No, Elaine almost confesses her uh, love yeah, to you're Jerry. Right, you're right. And this is I I'm I've been meaning to make a bingo 
of things we say on the podcast, and that's definitely one of them. Harley referencing Seinfeld. Chris brought it up that time. Well, I brought it up even before. So I had made a couple levels, Jerry levels jokes, and you know, but yeah. So that was pretty fucking nuts. And uh, yeah. Did you uh, send a Snapchat while you were on the side <laughs> of the road? How dope of a Snapchat! Uh, yeah, I did. I did send one to the boys. Did I send that one to you too, Harley? I go. I just fucking almost died from snapping while I was driving. I think I sent that. No, yeah, I saw I, it, but I didn't realize that. I thought you was fucking around. I didn't know the severity. Yeah. yeah, he didn't call us, Chris. He said well, you, <laughs> you two fuckers couldn't do anything he, for me. He finally hey, parked. I have though. a truck and a trailer, bro. I could have pulled you anywhere. <laughs> Your dad doesn't have the tools to pull you off the side. I was of the just road. thought my car was dead. That's another thing I thought as I was sitting there, like, God damn, I have to buy a new car. It's going to be a pain in the ass. I don't want to do that. No, buying a car is good. Go to uh, go to your Lane. dad's <laughs> go to your dad's garage. Go to Jerry Lane GMC. Jerry Lane. It's always been Jerry. Yeah, so that was pretty fucking nuts. My boy Judah will hook it up. Jerry Lane GMC. Just say, mention talking small. Must have been a long Snapchat. Craigie 2 Crunk got that ca- a car from uh, my boy. Oh, yeah? Craigie 2 Chrome? Is that what you said? The Craigie, Craigie 2 One Star. Oh. <laughs> Must have been a long Snapchat if you ran up on that car all of a sudden like that. I think I... Well, do we really want to go into all the shit I was doing? But I think I had fucking taken it and I was trying to rewatch it or something and it repeated and then it was, oh, like, on one of, it was like on one of those overpasses. So the car was going fucking slow as shit, and I was just on cruise control. Dumb, dumb fucking. And you're movie. the reason. Felt like in, such an idiot. You're the reason insurance is so high in Louisiana. <laughs> Speaking of so high, I got a story for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking. A buddy gave me a nice little birthday present and just a couple of little nuggies of uh, some green. I was looking to smoke it the other day. I look around. It's nowhere to be found. I think I'm losing my mind. Can't find it anywhere. I search and I search. Well, you're notorious for being a little messy, right? So you could misplace things. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely messy, but I don't really lose things. I know yeah. where, I usually know where everything's at. You're organized chaos. Yeah. <laughs> I like to call it like that. I think Al stole it, and I don't think he's telling me. I definitely did not steal it. <laughs> Wait, what? have you not found this? No, I can't find it anywhere. He claims it was in that jar... The only two people that have been here besides me and Chris are Bob and Snapchat girl. She doesn't smoke. And I was here, but I have my own green, so why would I steal Chris's? Plus, it looked like dirt weed. Maybe Knobloch performs better on the dirt weed, and, and <laughs> it was stolen by Snapchat girl and just blended into what he had. It's got to be better than the horny goat weed, Chris, because that did not do anything for me. You, so, you, and, you and your ilk swear of it. It's it, just—it's a funny name, but I don't think it does anything. You popped them, yeah. I popped them. Did nothing for you. Uh, it almost got me in a wreck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you weren't totally sober when you wrecked. You were on horny goat weed. You were high off that HGW. It hasn't been shown to be a PED by the FDA. The only thing. So I- STFU. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. The only thing I find it does is give me a Harley sized load. <laughs> I'd be scared to use that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I need a fucking beach towel. Yeah, uh, you boys want to get into some other shit? What you got? Well, Harley, you heading up to uh, Arkansas? Yeah, I'm going up to. Uh, so I'm going up there with my uh, my father. See, I changed it there for you. <laughs> Your padre and some uncles. And uh, some of their friends, a bunch of ex-officers, and then dad and me. Officers of what? Law. They're, they're a bunch of fucking police. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're good police. <laughs> um, so, so we're going up there, and uh, we're going to go fishing. Basically, what this ends up being is a bunch of drinking, a bunch of farting, a bunch of storytelling. I'm gonna try to set up the bunch pod of man equi- shit. But yeah, I'm gonna set up the pod equipment, see if I can catch some of the man shit. But everybody, I think's retired up there now. Like everybody's getting fucking old. When I used, I used to go up there. And I was like just drinking age. 
because they would all, ah, what's your ID, blah, 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 like uh, bad cop jokes. Now it's, hey, which one of y'all's got y'all's AR, AARP card now because they y'all old as fuck. The older these men, the older men get, the cornier they seem to get. True? They definitely talk about not being able to get hard. Really? Really? And yeah, the older you get, you can't get that boner. How old oh, are that's they? right, dude. I, I, <sighs> How old are they? Most of them are like 56. Dude, that's... 56 and 65. That is not old enough to not be able to get a hard... Are they in bad shape? They got heart problems? They're all a bunch of old fat cops. Chris, they've been sucking Krispy Kremes for years. (laughs) And now they can't get no custard to come out of their cum hole. I don't know. Hey, Chris, maybe you should supply me with some horny goat weed and I can pass it out when I get up there. Say it's natural. Just stop at any uh, gas station on the way up there that looks a little sketchy. It's yeah, usually about sure you... 75 cents in the men's yeah, bathroom. Yeah, they've jacked it up. It's about a dollar. dollar. No. So anyway, going up there, go fishing, and uh, it's going to get fun. It's going to get crazy. Is the choice of beer still Budweiser? It is Budweiser, but it seems like... I don't see it as much in the stores now, but evidently my uncles do a good job of finding like the rogue Bud Light Platinum that's out there because <laughs> they love to bring the Bud Light Platinum and make jokes like, ah, it's high octane because it's like 7% alcohol <laughs> instead of like five and they end up getting fucked up on a couple Bud Lights and end up passing out for nap time about four o'clock every day. Bud Light Platinum tastes weird to me. It does. It tastes It gross. tastes like watered down vodka. Hey, it's a choice of drinks for old cops. Because they think it's funny. Because they like to say it's high octane. <laughs> they buy beers just for the joke. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. But they, basically what happens is you try to buy the worst beer possible so they s- stay away from your fucking beer so you can bring it back home. It, it, like, if you go get, like, the Bud... It's a douche move. The, oh, coming from you. The Bud and the aluminum bottles, those go up first. And then you start having to drink Bud Light. Then, after you get drunk enough, you have to go steal Uncle Bi- uh, Uncle Bill's Mick Ultra because he's fucking drinks that girl beer. And then we all just drink that to piss him off. It's just a bunch of assholes. That doesn't seem to make sense. If, if I knew somebody was going to pull that Bush League move, every time I saw them with a beer that wasn't theirs, I'd call them out on it. Yeah, but you're... Beer shame his ass. Yeah, but while you're beer shaming him... Probably the four people around also are drinking your beer. It turns around on you. I don't like it's a, these it's, fucking It's rules. a fucking blitzkrieg. Once one myself. gets them, they all get one. I would hoard her. I when would you're hoard. buying cheap beer like that and like you're in a place where everybody's just pounding them all weekend long, everybody just buys a case of something they share. Oh, I'm sneaking a case of Yingling up there. I'm hiding it in the back of Dad's truck in a Yeti cooler. You know, what you, should, ice. you know what you should fucking do? Bring some Andy Gator. That'll really get him <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Hi, Abita, beer you Abita don't really Andy like. Gator. Uh, Shout out to my man, Ben West. No. <laughs> Desperado, <laughs> Rough Rider. <laughs> you can see damn. his face right now. It's not good. No, oh, you're throwing me off my game. Nada. You know what beer you should get so your uncles don't drink any of it? Oh, duels. No, uh, get, no get a Mexican beer. Get a Tecate. Those racist pricks won't touch that shit. Tecate is good. No, they drink Mexican beer. They they like they'll drink a Dos Equis. They'll drink Dos Equis just for the fucking commercials. No, uh, uh-uh, they'll drink anything that's in the fridge except for O'Doul's. Hey, by the way, rest in peace, Uncle Junior. This is the first fishing trip he won't be able to make, and uh, he uh, we won't be bringing up Natty Light NAs. That's what he used to drink. Ugh. No, Bush NA. I'm sorry, he drank Bush NA, non-alcoholic. <laughs> That was his go-to. They make that? Old. Yeah. It's hard to find. Dude, I had a, I had a Natty Ice a while back. Uh-huh. Just kind of bought it for the <clears throat> fucking nostalgia of it. Oh, my God. Is it terrible? Oh. You know what beer always fucking made me almost gag? Keystone playing beer pong. Something about Keystone in one of those solo cups stinks like fucking... Some gas product. It disgusting smell. Just have to get that out. Get that off my chest. We used Keystone a lot back in uh, I fucking like the, it. the Burbank Commons. Milwaukee's best would sneak in there every now and then on a couple parties. Yeah. 
Chris was a member of the Bush Gang for a while. Bush camos. When they come up with the camo cans during hunting season, they get me every time, those <laughs> bastards. I actually had one uh, about two months ago the, in the Fred's parking lot. I bought one and drank it before I went into the bar. Swag. <laughs> now, that's pre-gaming down south. Speaking of pre-gaming, this week's... We have a new segment. It's the bodybuilding.com gym do's, gym don'ts. These are where we t- I go and I tell you a, a gym tip to let you know if you do it or don't do it. And you can also send some on Twitter at TalkingSmallPod or on Instagram, TalkingSmallPod or Snapchat, whatever you want to do. But this week's gym do's. Basically, you want to keep a running clock while you're in the gym to make sure you stay on pace. And as you don't get distracted with social media or talking to some asshole, you want to make sure you're on time. This is why I got into German volume training. One of the key takeaways from German volume training is that you have a running clock to make sure you're on time on your exercises. It's efficient. You get in and get out. It helps with your uh it helps with your overall process. Sounds you don't like want to Nazi dick around. volume training. Very yeah. regimented, precise exercises executed at a very you, no. you prolific don't want to, rate of speed. You don't want to dick around in the gym and stay there longer than you need to. Plus, if someone's trying to talk to you and they see you kept checking your watch and you're doing it every time, they'll leave you the fuck alone. Harley, how many random people do you get coming up to you talking to in the gym? Like, All right. Example, last week. It was a uh, Sunday. For some reason, I got there really early. It was like 7 o'clock on a Sunday. I just couldn't sleep. Sunday, gun day. Get it, bro. Um, I, didn't do, I didn't do arms. I did chest and legs. Uh, it was a weird combo. I was feeling weird. I got on the TV. There was ESPN 30 for 30. They were talking about Ryan Leaf. This guy decides he wants to tell me about Ryan Leaf. No. I don't want to talk about Ryan Leaf. So I have headphones in. Doesn't stop the guy. Keep checking my watch. Doesn't stop. Is that seven a.m.? You know, I mean, I've probably been in there like 20, 30 minutes, so it's probably seven thirty. Fucking old man's trying to talk about Ryan. He was an old man. Addict. This guy was a. This guy was fucking big, swole. This dude has. This dude. How stuck, old was he? Uh, probably like thirty-two. So how'd you get him off of you? I just. I just said. People watch anything about gambling and drugs, bro. He goes, yeah, I did. <laughs> True that. I don't know why they're showing him. I was like, and I repeated the same thing. And then he asked me something again. I repeated the same thing. And then he stopped asking questions. <laughs> this had nothing to do with your regimented exercise. I thought you were going to say you checked your watch. Like, got to get back to my circuit. You just repeated. Well, I kept working out during it. I was doing legs. I mean, it wasn't like it was anything. All right, so my gym don't of the week. Don't work out with your spouse or your girlfriend. It's fucking dusty. You're not going to get as much work done. Like, you don't need to, like, bring your girlfriend in the gym while you're working out. You're not going to impress her any more than if you've already done that. And the other thing is, don't feel like you need to be protective of her when you're in the gym. I don't like it. You're like, you know, don't stare me down because you think I'm looking at your girl in the gym. It's a bogus. You definitely are. I, <laughs> I know Chris is. No doubt about that. But this is the thing is, it's like, you know, you catch a quick peek every now and then. That's just a compliment if you catch somebody doing that to your girl. Don't be staring me down after that. That's a bogus. If your girl looks good, I'm staring. <laughs> Especially depending upon what she's wearing to the gym. Yeah, no- she coming hard with those yoga pants and like the shirt that's cut all up in the back, so you can see the small of her back and how high up the that's ass the big, sits. That's the big I'm of the staring, back, not the bro. small of the back. I'm staring. So that's my gym do and my gym don't. Brought to you by Bodybuilding.com. So it sounds like you were a fan a- of German volume training and Muslim volume training. You want to keep the men and women separate <laughs> in the gyms? Is that what you're trying to say? Hey, stay in the curves. Okay. So, again, taking out of context here. What I'm saying is do not go to the gym with somebody you are, tr- you are fucking. It doesn't work. You don't want to do that. Gym time's separate. Go get yourself focused. Do your (laughs) regimented training. It's going to keep you on time. And don't stare down people looking at your girl. It's not healthy for you, and other people need to look. But maybe couples like to go to the gym together because they get the endorphins rolling. They get all pumped (laughs) up, the blood flow going. They get back home and have some hot, steamy post-gym sex. Come on. If your girl... Is in the mood 
for post gym sex, that means you did not <laughs> work out hard enough, and she did not get fucking worked out hard enough. Why do you have to work till failure? Good, why, why do you have to be so Mr. fucking Mr. exhausted? Mr. Non-Definition over here is trying to tell me about Chris why. Chris said he worked till failure. Chris, I'm pretty sure you reached failure. <laughs> Got I, him. I, I did come in first in the, uh, or last in the, uh, <laughs> no unemployment draft. Yes, Matt, he told week. me you always come first. <laughs> and I got him again. Oh, God. That's, that's, that's some good Jim Do's and Jim Don'ts, Harley. Check out next week's Jim Do's and Jim Don'ts, brought to you by Bodybuilding.com, a proud sponsor of the Talking Small podcast. I'm just getting good at that. Spend over $75 or get a free gift with your order. Bodybuilding.com. <laughs> code word G-U-N-S. <laughs> I like how you don't probably have to put in a code or anything for that. Bodybuilding.com probably just does that. <laughs> like you companies say, $100, if you spend more than $100, free shipping. I think that's what Bodybuilding.com does. Is that what I'm, am I right? Bodybuilding.com? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> okay, so I like so that site. Bodybuilding.com's got some tiers. If you spend seventy five dollars, you get one tier of free gift. You spend a hundred dollars, you get another tier of free gift. And you always seem to be right under the next tier. So you have to decide <laughs> is the free gift worth it or not. How long is this protein gonna last, right, Harley? Is that how you and Craigie get those uh, shirts and gym bags and all yeah, that? Yeah, that's why that's hey, you get swag with bodybuilding.com. Promo right. code TSP. 69. <laughs> I thought it was promo code G-U-N-S. Guys, you're confusing the viewers now. I w- they would never use guns with an S. It would always be a Z. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on, bro. Get it right. Sorry. So speaking back of Arkansas, Uncle Al just came back from Arkansas, and he had a ragtag of an adventure. He might even drove a truck. I did drive a, I don't even know what it was, a 250 Diesel. It's an F-250 Ford. I don't fucking know. Yeah, so uh, I had to go to Arkansas up for work with my crazy (laughs) co-worker who I've mentioned previous on the podcast. No names. You you know Al can't drive a truck. Can you imagine that? He's like, if you... If you pictured, like, top people who would never drive a truck, he's fucking up there. I am up there, but uh, I, I drove uh, Eric's truck. number uh, one. Uh, Al might be number two. I don't know. I've seen Eric drive that uh, Suburban his parents have. Eric he, he is such it. a slow-twitch driver. This slow is coming from twitch. me who already uh, fucking wrecked. Almost wrecked, so. But, Eric. Imagine if you would have been spinning around on the interstate in that F-250. That thing's top-heavy. You would have rolled your ass. Especially with said co-worker next to him screaming. <laughs> he would have probably already been a six-pack deep because him drinking and driving it was heavily featured in this fucking portion of the trip. Or every portion of the trip, really. But uh, a funny thing he told me up on the way there is we're waiting to get in this one substation in Arkansas. We finally get there after driving for like five hours. And... Uh, rock radio. He this dude listens to mostly like oldies rock, and he also likes new newer bands like Disturbed, (laughs) (laughs) Disturbed Metallica. He was trying to ask me what music I like, and he was like, "You like Journey?" I was like, "I fucking hate Journey." Uh, So I'm up there, and we're listening to oldies rock, and she's my cherry pie. This fucking strip club uh, song that came on back in the '80s. It had this. You know the video, Chris? Warrant, bro. Yeah, I've yeah. Warrant, this hot blonde chick like dancing, sexual, talking about cherry pie, aka her pussy. Anyway, the song comes on, and oh, I fucked a girl from this video. <laughs> this is like a classic, iconic video for if you're not if you're not old enough, uh, play the video. It's got a lot of views. It's what people beat off to back in the late it's 80s. a bunch of smoking hot 80s chicks in No, it's too. one hot blonde chick. Her name is Bobby Brown. Well, anyways, <laughs> my co-worker claims him and his brother went out one night to a bar here in Baton Rouge. And his brother wanted to leave, and my co-worker's like, nah, man, I, I'll get her out, I'll get her out. And this is back in the days where, like, I guess they had pay phones and all that shit. So he's going around at the bar. This is the kind of outgoing 
uh, psychopath my coworker is, he fucking starts going out asking people, hey, can I get a ride from you? Can I get a ride from you? Can I get... And he, he had been talking to this Bobby Brown chick from the video early in the night. He goes up to her and go, hey, can I get a ride home later? My brother's trying to leave. And he's, she's like, sure. And she ends up giving him a ride back to his grandpa's house at, at, like when the bar closes because he was living with his grandpa at the time, I guess. He gets back like 2.30 in the morning. His grandpa's watching a movie in the living room uh, in a chair really close to the TV since his grandpa can't see very well and it's old and he's old in that night. So, and, and the knob's right there because it's an old school TV because this is probably in the fucking 80s. So where you, where you had to walk before remote controls. So his grandpa's up there watching a movie at 2.30. My coworker and Bobby Brown start canoodling on the sofa behind grandpa and he ends up fucking sticking it to her while grandpa is right there still watching the movie yeah like grandpa's seated like maybe 10 feet ahead of him just close to the tv and he like takes her bra off takes her pants off and goes to pound town all right now your co-worker it's been documented a little in here how much of a nut job he is oh you haven't told that story no that's a good story too but before you get to that do you believe this? Kind of. The grandpa element to this yeah. seems like you could not make that up. Why wouldn't he take her to his room? This guy is all, like Chris said, he's a notorious tall storyteller. You tell him a fishing story, he'll tell you ten more about fish he caught bigger. But, but the, I believe him on this. But this is this has got like an element to it that just to me seems hard to make up. The grandpa right next to the TV. Now, did he give a reason why he fucked her right there behind Grandpa? Uh, yeah, because fucking Bobby Brown from the Cherry Pie video is enough of a story. Well, I mean, this dude will tell you he's the fucking red-blooded American male through and through. Like, when Chris, when you guys were talking about old men not being able to get it up, somebody made one of those jokes. One of my coworkers go, I need, uh, we're, uh, I went into this building where the workers were at, uh, workers were at, and on top of the fridge there was this, like, honey looking stuff but it had like chili peppers dipped in it and it was kind of weird looking like it it was weird so i was like what is that and they go oh it's honey dipped in habaneros make your dick the guy was like make your dick hard all day or something like that and one of my coworkers who was up there working on drawings was like oh i need that and my other coworker who fucked bobby brown was like oh shit no i don't need that shit if anything my wife tells me i know like he just goes off on how he just fucking never failed to get a hard on ever in his life uh so that's the type of type of duty is so if he's canoodling with on the couch and he was just shooting his shot you know trying to do him and he just you know takes this off takes this off and just goes for it that would be a reason to fuck in front of grandpa that makes sense to me plus he's in his grandpa's house like who knows what his room situation is here i don't know i yeah, didn't maybe ask. he was sleeping on the couch chris like maybe there was only one bedroom in this place maybe it's it seems i'm shocked well, that you believe it all right so and then anyway this guy's a dumb. the story's not over <laughs> okay so he goes on a second date with her goes out plays pool go That's drinking he fucked a real proper Got a big old red-blooded American dick. He stuck it to her. That's right, I guess. And then, anyway, so they go on another date, shoot pool, uh, do this, that, and the other, and he ends up banging her again. And then the third time, it was like about to be 4th of July or something, he took her, oh, New Year's Eve, he took her out to some camp in the middle of the woods, I guess, where all his family go, and the everyone just gets too shit-faced, and they're just living in this little camp. There's not that much space, so everyone just finds a better whatever, and he was trying to get with her again, and he thinks he pestered her too much, and he never heard back from her again. So I don't know. That seems like a pretty elaborate thing. I believe him on this. I believe I believe most of that story. Is she from Louisiana? That's or what Baton I wanted Rouge? you to look up. I'm looking at photos of her right now, and she is a cherry pie. <laughs> How does she spell Bobby with an I or with an I? B O B B I E. She's an actress. This is this is great great visual right here. My crack research team. She's from Baton Rouge. No, she's born in Chicago, bro. I have it right here. It says she's born in Baton Rouge. Oh, wait. Mine was a Bobby Brown makeup artist. So yeah, you fucking <laughs> You're. This is about the same age as your co-worker, too. How old is she? 47. 
So she's from Baton Rouge. Yep. Yep. Miss, Dude, they're right. They're right Miss, around the same age. Miss Louisiana, Teen USA. Yep. I believe him. Damn, dude. Oh, oh, do you think he fucked her before she was in the video? I'd like to say before her fame, because I, I, I definitely I can ask him. It's a pretty good story, because that's a famous video. Yeah. So you think? Do you think he like rolls on like? Cherry Pie, like every four song on his iPad shuffle. Just <laughs> nah, nah. I, that's the first time I've heard of heard of the story, and I've been knowing this dude for like seven years. So, I'd fucking. And I've it. heard a lot of his stories. He's got some good ones. <laughs> and uh, another funny thing he did on the trip is, well, we went to a, a hibachi grill. You guys know about that? Mm-hmm. I love hibachi. We're underrated, overrated. Hibachi? Yeah. Well, yeah, that one's a tough one because I, I think I love hibachi, but it seems like hibachi, if it's really good, like certain places in Baton Rouge, like Ichiban's, overrated. The wait's too long. But hibachi in itself, underrated. It's a lot of food. You get a little entertainment value. The the guy throwing the egg in your mouth, doing the fucking fireball volcano. At my dad's favorite place with the where they do the hibachi thing, they squirt fucking sake into your mouth into a squeeze bottle across the table until you tell them to stop. So my dad loves that place. <laughs> uh, so, but this is this guy's this guy loves telling stories as you can tell, and this is his first time in a hibachi grill. So in a hibachi grill, everyone sits around the big grill, and it's just you can sit around a table full of fucking strangers. So we're in the middle of bumfuck Arkansas. At, with this table, and it's like a mom, some older kids, and like their significant others and shit. Well, my coworker's like trying to talk to him. Can we, can we give your coworker a name? Because you keep saying coworker. Can we call him like uh, Devin? <laughs> let's call him Aaron. <laughs> no, let's call him Devin. <laughs> Devin? Yeah, Devin. Uh, I'm going to fuck that up. But um, so he's at Tabachi with them, and. They're like, what are you? What are you here doing? And he goes into the high level five thousand of <laughs> what our job is. Yeah, we go, we work for uh, you know high voltage transmission, doing the protection stuff, and, and he just like starts stepping down voltages. And this guy's like, oh, that sounds interesting. I, oh, that's a, and th- <laughs> this guy has no idea what the hell he's talking about. And then uh, Devin asks him, hey man, what are you doing? He goes, oh, uh, I work at Cintas. And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm a ju- delivery driver for their clothes. And then and then he, they got to talking a little bit further, and he said he went to Bible college. So, And then this Bible college boy and his future – college boy. Future <laughs> – future, <laughs> uh, BCB. <laughs> that BCB life, bro. Bible college boy. He had a pretty hot wife, though. Go him. Hey, yeah. That's what, that's what happens in she Bible She kind of looked college. like his sister, though. Like, we weren't sure until, you know, my coworker, Devin, definitely asked what the situation was. <laughs> of course he did. But Bible college boy so and... So what's, what's the deal? Y'all fucking or what? <laughs> so who's... Oh, I thought y'all were sisters. Uh, so he... Oh, Bible college boy and the future brother-in-law who was engaged to this guy's sister... These are a lot to keep up with. Yeah, whatever. Start arguing over the NBA Finals the past two years and which one should have an asterisk on it. And I like basketball as much as anybody, but I wanted to fucking put a hole in my brain. It's like, I thought Devin was going to be the annoying one the whole time. He started off in the lead, but these two were bickering. They were like four four chairs away from each other on the hibachi table, so they were literally yelling across the table. And I was just, I wanted to fucking shoot. Well, you really think Kevin Love and Kyrie being out should be an asterisk? And then also Andrew Bogut being out for game six and seven? And they're just going back and forth. I don't want to kill myself. So it's a nice little twist there. It's also was a, that, is that why you tried to Snapchat and drive? What? Because you wanted to kill yourself? <laughs> no, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, so... One of the next places we go to to eat a couple days later, or well, a day later, was this pretty good steak place. And the hostess, uh, 
It's kind of had a deep voice. I didn't really think much of it. Once we sit down at our table, Devin's like, that that was a man. That was a man. And he's thinking the hostess is a man. I'm getting a look at her. She's got some pretty big guns. She's, you know, not the best looking. He's like, I thought I saw an Adam's apple. Well, he he talks and mentions it a few times. He also starts saying... notorious for staring at asses he he's staring at asses determines our waitress has the best one <laughs> he uh as she's passing he goes cutie booty she's like what he goes he goes you have a cutie booty i was like jesus fucking christ like this isn't like twin peaks either like this isn't you yeah, know but let me ask you this why don't you use the opportunity to jump in as good cop here cuz there uh devin's clearly Playing bad cop. Why don't you play good cop here? Maybe he's just trying to set you up to be the gentleman. I can't look up from the table as this is going on. Like, I can't even be like, don't mind him. He's just like, I mean, what do you, I don't know. I'm so uncomfortable in that situation. I have no idea what to do. When she looked back, you should have said, well, maybe not the best. Just top five. No. So, uh... This happens, blah, blah, blah. We end up coming back here the next night with one other of our coworkers. Devin's pretty sloshed when we get there. And uh, and the same hostess is there that he thought was a man. On the way to her walking us to our table, he asks her, Hey, uh, do, do you work out a lot? Because she was kind of like, you know, <laughs> Buffed built, up. built or whatever. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, he's going back in on this man shit. And then we get to the table, and she's our fucking waitress, too. And he, at one point in the, the night, he asks her, uh, so uh, what are you? Like, what nationality, whatever? She says, black, African, and white. And she's like, oh, I meant black, French, and white, or something like that. And it was like something that made, she was, she was fucking, no. She, she meant white, black, and Native American. The first time she said African, black, and uh, white. When he had, when Devin asked, "What are you?" Do you think he really meant are you a dude or a chick? No, he was he was no, nah, he meant nationality then. Well, well, what is going like? Are you thinking Devin's fishing for that right now, like to know if it's a he or a she? But if he is, but, why but bring up the nationality? But he's like, slash hitting on her at the same time, or him. I call it it a few times. He cracks up and laughter. <laughs> Easiest choice yeah, like, ever. That's so clever. <laughs> exactly. It was funny though. You should be doing the Oscars instead of Jimmy Kimmel. Thanks, bro. Uh, so anyway, a little bit later into the evening, they make eye contact. He's just staring at her. And she's staring at him. And she's like, "I feel like there's something you want to ask me." And I go, "Oh God!" Every time she leaves, <laughs> I'm t- uh, me and this other guy are trying to convince him, "Don't say anything." Pretty sure it's a woman. At least wait until we get our food and like get the check before you fucking ask. So she says, you know, I feel like you have someone ask me. And he laughs. He goes, oh, yeah, I do. But I'm not going to ask. He's like, what is it? I go, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, it, it deads there. And we end up, you know, getting the check and walking out of there. And on the way to the parking lot, Devin's like, oh, fuck, I got to piss. I got to piss. And we're like, oh, the, ten min- the hotel's like 10 minutes away. Just go piss now. So he goes back in the place. And apparently she's like, oh, you're back so you're back already or something. What you looking for? He's like, I'm just going to the bathroom. She's like, oh, really? Like, she didn't believe him. Like, she thought she was hitting on him or whatever. And he goes, well, I am going to be in room 101 of the hotel we're staying at. So, you know, if you're not doing anything tonight or whatever, or once you get off at midnight, you know, come to the fucking hotel. And he tells me and my coworker this on the way back. We're like, are you fucking serious? I thought you thought it was a man. He's like, well, we'll find out or whatever. <laughs> it's a man. I'm going to slam the door in her face and she can get a fucking uh, whatever. Gonna, so, but did this happen? Did she or he come by? Well, the next day I go. So did it happen? And the once we get in the car to head back to Louisiana, and he's like, "What?" I go, "Just did uh did it come to your room?" And he goes, "Oh no no. I mean I was pretty pretty drunk. Like once I got back, I pretty much passed out. So if she did knock, I didn't hear. <laughs> so." Nothing on that. But you think he would have told you if he would have? Uh, I, I think so. Got down. I think he would have told me. What if I he think I could have been able to tell? What if he would have got down and busy with her and then found out? Then I don't she think I'd be able he. to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't think he would have told you. Uh, you you don't think you don't think he would have just said I knew it was a he or something, and just kind of said it came in, saw that hog, had <laughs> to get out of there. No, I mean the pride of knowing that Devin was right the whole time about it being a he. That's not that that doesn't overshadow the fact that he fu- almost fucked a dude. He's not gonna tell that's, that that's story. That's not even close to almost fucking a dude, but it's definitely something I wouldn't have done. I'm saying if it would have come to his hotel room yeah. and he found out the hard way that she was a he, <laughs> the hard way. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was some pretty interesting times up there. So Chris, I think that's why the uh, dance floor finger bang is one of the, future, the icebreakers that kids need to use nowadays because <laughs> it proves. If it's a he or a she. That's another safety tip. If you DFFB, dance floor finger blast, basically the move is you get boogieing on the floor with your it. You, she's in front, or it's in front of you grinding. You slide your hands down its pants and you give her a little finger or it a finger. So if you do feel wiener, you, just, you don't even have to take her back to your place or him. That's right. <laughs> I like it. If you feel wiener, it's not a her. <laughs> we can come up with something catchy, but I like where your head's at, Chris. Yeah, you know, we get a DFFB every once in a while. Uh, yeah, man. So it's pretty, pretty little interesting trip up there. Nice, to, nice to get out of the office for a little bit. So speaking of getting out of the office, the Talking Small podcast got pretty Baton Rouge famous the other day. Had a little poll question up there, and we just, you know, just threw it out there. And we had a couple guests, Baton Rouge celebrities for the most part. We had my favorite, Pat Shingleton, weatherman extraordinaire, Mr. Weather. We- <laughs> That's his nickname, Mr. Weather? <laughs> yeah. Good God. You watch the news for the weather? Hey, Harley's Pat old. Pat Shingleton brings it. Harley's old, Chris. We discussed this. He's Next, settled. He's got four dogs. Next like, step is he's not going to be able to get a boner. <laughs> Dude, when you have loads like me, you're always cocked and ready. <laughs> um, it's disgusting. Uh, we had uh, a guy, Zach, that was in Dating Naked. Tony Reigns from the challenge. Oh, that was that was a big. I, I wanted to see Tony win. I, I voted for Tony. He's a, he's a character. And we had DJ Death, winner by unanimous decision. DJ Death over fifty one percent of the vote. It I don't think a, you know what unanimous means. I just want to say unanimous decision <laughs> like it was a UFC. Yeah, unanimous would have been he would have got a hundred percent Harley. <laughs> So DJ Def won? Yeah, DJ Def won. He had 51% of the vote. Damn. What was the next highest? Pat Shingleton and Zach both tied at 21%. Pat Shingleton got 21%? Harley, did you fucking have some little Russian bots on that one? No, uh, it was seven, 70 votes. And what I did was is I paid $10 to <laughs> advertise it in Baton Rouge. And it seemed, uh, it seemed to be a hit with certain people. And it just kept going. So you paid for advertising, huh? It was $10. It's not the first time he's ever paid for advertising, and it might not be the last. It it was really successful. We got a bunch of of new followers off of it. We had 70 votes. Like, that's 67 more votes than Al's uh, (laughs) favorite uh, Mexican uh, game show, Pubes or uh, Facial Hair. And the answer to that, by the way, was the wild card. That was armpit hair, you sick fucks. Sick fucks You're the one that shaved it And put it in your hand And took a photo of it I clipped it man I didn't shave it Come on Technicalities So anyway I've been in contact With uh, DJ Def Since he was the winner And it seems like We got uh, the makings For a podcast coming up He was in Dallas tonight Couldn't join us We wanted to do it in person Want to make it special uh, For a real spin doctor And uh, Who's DJ Def? He's Famous, uh, famous. That's all you got. He's a DJ. He he spun at City Bar. He's 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 a real estate mogul. He's been on the radio. Yeah, he he's a DJ for ninety four point one. Baton Rouge Jams. That's big. That's big time, Chris. And uh, we're we're setting some roots up to be the two two five podcast of the year twenty seventeen. 
It's about damn time. We were fucking snubbed last year. What, uh, who's better? DJ Def or Boo Munch? Well, we'll have to ask him. Well, it's tough. I think that's going to be a good question for him, considering they both spun at City Bar. <laughs> spin-off. The first ever spin-off. Dude, I never thought of this. Has there ever been a DJ Rumpelstiltskin? That motherfucker could spin, bruh. Put in a car wreck effect yeah. for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I almost gotten one. <laughs> During that car wreck, how were your bowels? How'd those do? I was fine. How about after? I was. I got a pizza. <laughs> What's it got to do with your bowels? <laughs> My bowels were good. I didn't have an upset stomach. I could eat pizza. Okay. All right. Yeah. So look forward to DJ Def Pod. I've also uh, reached out to Zach from Day Naked to see if he would like to pod. What That's about Tony Reams? Uh, he didn't seem to be. Uh, it's Tony Reigns. He didn't seem to be as into it, and Pat Shingleton's too big time for Did us. <laughs> Pat Shingleton doesn't know what the hell a podcast is. I would love to podcast with Pat Shingleton, though. I have so many questions. I have a feeling. Well, like, what could you possibly ask a weatherman <laughs> other know, than what's going to be the weather for the rest of the week? I want to know if he tracks his stats. <laughs> how much you get through? Right? How much like, you get through? All I don't know. He doesn't track his stats. Like He's what's he shooting career? Yeah, yeah. I want to know. I want to know what you need to shoot for career. To be an effective weatherman, if if he's I on like morning that. goat weed, have cha- heavy chance of showers. You you know how like there's a lot of uh, pretty good looking babes that kind of s- cycle in and out of those news stations. I wonder if he's ever sticking it to any of them. Uh, his bio says happily married with two daughters. Yeah, that's what it says. We've Remember, told the story he about- is a star, so we- <laughs> sometimes those celebrity marriages, you know, they're a little looser than. Uh, you're normals. You really think Mr. Weather can make it rain? I think Mr. Weather makes it rain with his raincoat. Safety first. Oh, you son of a bitch. Fuck a raincoat. Never owned one. He's got two daughters, so. <laughs> At some point, he had yeah. <laughs> At some point, he went skinny dipping, Chris. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe you're such a Pat Shingleton, Mark. Yeah. Like, I- yeah. I can't believe you watched the Weather Channel. <laughs> I was, no, he's not the, on news, the Weather the Channel. Local news he's WBRZ, the <laughs> Mr. Weatherman. <laughs> I thought he was Mr. Weather. Yeah, but Harley, uh, I have a feeling if Pat Shingleton became a guest on the podcast, we would instantly just get a Talking Small spinoff podcast with Pat, and then that would become its own thing, and TSP would never record again. I bet the behind the scenes in the fucking newsroom is, is <laughs> intense. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> Pat's a professional. I doubt he does that, Chris. I, I like. I want to know about how, how. What's it like being like with the green screen? Because he doesn't actually have the weather behind him. I've always thought he's that gotta, was like memorize what's going on. Like, like it. It takes some talent. It's not like reading a teleprompter. This guy is acting. Well, aren't they? Aren't they turned to the side and looking at themselves on the, on an actual colored screen? Those are tricks of the trade. Mister Weather could answer so, those. Patchingleton, get on the talking. Who's small the talk. antiquated person still using the green screen though? You, we've all seen CNN during the presidential elections. Why can't you just have a smart TV with an interactive screen on it? Why do you need to do all this fucking guesswork? It's WBRZ, bro. They don't have the best of funds. Everybody does that. Now, have you guys ever seen those weather videos where they, uh, you know... I have. I have. I saw one recently from some girl in uh, God knows what country, but... Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> that and the naked yoga. <laughs> Harley's a big Sarah Jean Underwood mark for that. Do they, have, do they have naked cooking shows? I'd like to see Rachel Ray in the nude. I can see that Giada Everyday Italian... Dale Arentis chick uh, doing that. Big headed broad. I thought you'd be more about Anthony Bourdain. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I know you're more of an Andrew Zimmern guy, but don't come at me sideways like that. Don't let me put Guy Friday's <laughs> naked ass on you. <laughs> <laughs> you give me a Guy Fieri, I'll give you fucking Mario Batali. <laughs> Martha Stewart or Guy Fieri? <laughs> what do you mean, the fuck? Martha no, who'd, who'd you rather watch naked? <laughs> watch well, Martha Stewart all day. Well, well, no, 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 Guy no, Fieri's no, no, no. got pierced nips. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> He's got He's a Prince Albert. Albert. <laughs> if it's an ugly chick, you're watching them cook. 
They're, they have like the pots and stuff, so you only see waist up. So Guy Friday, you're only seeing his fucking nips. If you see, Pierce nips. If you see Martha Stewart's baggy tits, that might be too much. You might not get through your casserole. Dude, I'm a- <laughs> it's pre-cooked anyway. It's not a hungry plus, man. You got you to gotta make it from plus scratch. Plus, Harley, what an icebreaker at a fucking random party. I would love to go and be like, you know, I saw Martha Stewart's. Martha Stewart's tits in person one time. That's an immediate icebreaker. I think it's funny you're talking about Guy Fieri's pierced nipples. <laughs> Doesn't Guy Fieri have a, uh, a Why chest Why are you hat? saying it with an Italian accent? Because that's how he fucking says it. Good video to watch. The guy is really not that much of a douche, even though he dresses like one. At least, are you kidding me? On his that Hot Ones episode, are you watch his hot that w- blonde ass hair with the gelled up. He's he looks like a douche. fucking douche. I know, but watch him on Hot Ones, the YouTube show where they where the questions are hot and the wings are even hotter. <laughs> they do this shit, and Guy Fieri eats all of them, and he tells cool stories. And you know, I, I gotta say, Chris would definitely be a fan of him. Harley, you probably change your tune too. I'll watch. I'll watch, but I, I don't trust a man with pierced nipples. We, we're on a roll. Can we name some more celebrity chefs before we get off this topic? Or uh... Emerald. What do you think, Harley? Emerald? Can you go? George Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> He's a celebrity inventor, bro. I'm gonna go with my man Bobby Flay of Entourage fame. I got a quick story for you. So your dad's recently retired, right? Yes. So. Last Monday, Third Reich, former guest of the pod, his dad's friends with this guy that owns a bunch of land down in Plaquemines Parish, which is like way down where almost the the river, the Mississippi River empties into the Gulf. This guy owns this land out there, and he's he, he basically just, the state leases it from him, and they just dig it up. They just dig up his land to build levees, apparently. So this guy's like halfway retired. And uh, Third Reich's dad calls him up. What do you have to retire from for letting people dig holes? Well, he had, I mean, he had a job land. before that. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had a job before that. So anyway, he owns like a little business. His dad calls him up because uh, you, dig, you dig the land, you get the dirt out, and you create ponds all over the place. Well, he's got just a bunch of crawfish naturally living in these ponds, right? Yeah, I love crawfish ponds. <laughs> so, Third Reich's dad calls him up on a, on Monday. He's like, "Hey, uh, Eric and uh, his, his friend are looking to come catch some crawfish. You down for that?" This guy's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah!" Jumps right away. He's like, "Yeah, I'll go bait the traps tonight." Goes down there. What a mensch. Goes down there on Monday night. We go pick him up from uh, his business on like Tuesday around noon with just a couple ice chests slapped full of beer. This guy was so fucking happy to see us that you we, got you guys brought the beer. Yeah, we brought the beer. I mean, he was let, he went and baited the traps for us, and he was letting us take all the crawfish off of his <laughs> land that we could want. This guy was so happy to be driving us around, drinking beer, letting us take his crawfish, showing us like the machines taking away the dirt, telling us how much he gets for each load. <laughs> Your dad needs to get in on this. Well, I don't. I would. I'm surprised he was so happy about letting you take the crawfish. He must not have known you were the one cooking them. <laughs> These are ruined. So so pleased. Oh yeah, come down here, take my crawfish, just bring some beer. See, Al, Al used to say this about me, like when we, I'd see him back in college after I've been gone for a few days. And he'd say I had limited human contact, and I just get so hyper and just want to talk about everything. And you like can just- t- you can tell when someone hasn't talked to anybody for a while, and they just been burning on a lot of stuff. Because I'd come back after like Harley be gone, I'd be gone for like the weekend, and Harley may have stayed up in the dorm room all weekend just playing video games or doing whatever, not really talking to anybody. I'd come back and Harley would have like fucking two hours worth of shit to tell me and just be making every single possible joke no matter how bad it was. As as we're watching fucking 24, we got porn streaming up on the top uh, top of the TVs, you know? You could always tell. So you're talking, you're saying this old man. Yeah, like you're out there and you're loving every minute of retirement, but... Sometimes it gets to be 3 a.m. And uh, you need some people to come bring some beer and uh, catch some crawfish. Do you, didn't, you didn't cook those crawfish, did you? you, you yeah, I did. Cooked them the next day. 
I've actually been eating. I've eaten three crawfish omelets with them. I'm getting better at it. (laughs) (laughs) So disapproving. The last last ones I did on Sunday were on point. Muy caliente. I liked them. They're super hot, salty. (laughs) You finished right before the rain started pouring big time. Pat Shingleton, big shouts. Hey, that's see, he let me know exactly to the minute it was going to rain in my house, and made sure all that were done. Pat and his stats. You know, crawfish boils always run late too. Hard was like timed it perfectly. Although that one was pretty on time. Yeah, I I thought that would be ready by five, and it was like five fifteen or something. It was yeah. That's on time for a crawdad ball. And I started 15 minutes late, so technically. Hey. My buddy Pat. All right, so I think we've been going a pretty good time. We just got right back in it. And uh, this podcast was – we had a lot of sponsors here, bodybuilding.com, Peroso. Uh, we had some We had some good stuff. Guy Friday sponsored the pod. Yeah, TGI Guy Fridays. <laughs> so, Chris, uh, thanks for coming. To your place that you're going to be here for how much longer? Yeah, when you're moving out, Chris, Harley was asking me this before. I didn't have an exact date for him since I haven't seen anything move besides clothes out of my room. And the, <laughs> and, and the last person to move out went abruptly. Remember, yeah. it was a really sad time. I, went, I just got a debt. Thanks for letting me live here. And then, psh, out the door. I'm kind of planning on uh, just, just doing what Bob did, sneaking it up on him. Hey, Chris, I don't know if you can uh, leave that bed in there because I may have a new roommate who's uh, Ooh, known, do to, tell. known to put up a couple fences and a couple of walls. Ah, he finally got back to you? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. So, mm. I don't know. so uh, thank you for joining us on the Talking Small Podcast where we make podcasts platinum from our mouths to your ears. Viewers, uh, we do appreciate you. Please follow us on Snapchat. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, and that's uh, at Talking Small Pod. You can send us an email, Talking Small Podcast at gmail.com. You can also, uh, you know, say what up on uh, Knoblox Twitter and Snapchat and shit like that because uh, he thinks his Twitter game is insane. No, I don't think that, but. The Snapchat game, I'm sorry. That's not and insane. That's it's just better than yours. A K O as a zero. Uh, B. <laughs> I missed an N in there, probably. I don't know. Yeah, you fucked that up big time. Don't worry about it. You guys can find me if you need to. And you can also follow Chrissy Tadpole at Facebook. Yeah, but don't say you know the wrong person. You may get blocked. Just say. Yeah, we-